Welcome everybody, Good Life Housing Partners, episode 79. It is Monday, April 11th. We are sitting here in the downtown offices of GLHP in the headquarters. Uh, before we get started in our, actually a second, uh, second phase of our ongoing discussion on Opportunity Zones, wanted to just check in and make sure that everyone's weekend was good. David, how yes, was it yours? Was, it was a very nice weekend, it was actually very warm. This, uh, oh. this weekend in LA, we had a heat wave. So a little sun tanning <laughs> for you, huh? A little, little sun tanning, a little heat wave. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you know, excited. Got, about got, the your got your permatan going. Got your permatan going. Getting ready to travel again to Dallas. Oh yeah. Yes. And uh, also to host a uh, event we're doing for our investors. That's right. We have a we have a big event this coming Thursday. Um, it is uh, the first of our mid renovation series. So we'll be bringing uh, investors and friends to one of our. Uh, projects in Irving, Texas, and that'll be a, a nice affair with hopefully very nice food and maybe some craft beverages of some kind. I'm personally the adult variety for myself. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. And anybody that would like to join, we actually had a couple people reach out saying that they'd love to come over this, uh, this Thursday. So feel free to reach out on that one. So, you know, one of the things we were, as we were going through a, f a fairly good, very informative podcast on Opportunity Zones, and we started getting some questions from listeners that, you know, I think we've actually, while we, we did a good job of explaining certain parts of the OZ, there's parts of it that I think we just missed, that we like kind of glanced over, kind of assuming that we, because we knew it, we assumed everyone else knows it. And I think one of the early ones or the easy ones we could start with is just how does one get a property to actually qualify for opportunity zone treatment? Yeah, so just, just to clear, so the, First, the property has to be located in an opportunity zone. That's your first criteria. First and foremost. First and foremost. And, and you can search online and, and the states, And there's maps. And, and there's maps that the states have. And you can then tell based on your address and, and look at the maps. It's kind of like a Google Earth kind of type search almost. If you're in the opportunity zone. Now, the, the, the statute is really you invest money into an entity that invests um, uh, in a business that's operating in an opportunity zone. Right. And so – and. In, the, in our case in real estate, it would be the business entity that you'd be investing in would be the buyer, basically, um, who, who who will own the property in, in the opportunity zone. And so there's and then there's a bunch of tax things that like your accounts will know or, or, or sponsors like ourselves. If we have a deal of the opportunity zone, we will put together um, the, the application and then the election you do under, under the uh, tax code to, to, to be an opportunity zone. Now, once you elect to do it, you also have to obviously comply with all the different rules, and, and there's technical rules, and you'll have to probably uh, engage an accountant. Well, let's familiar just with start with too. the most simple part of this. So beyond once you're, once you're mapped and you get past these rules and regs, the most basic part of it is that if you're buying something that, let's just say, has a building on it, and the building, you're buying it for a million dollars, the building's worth half a million, and the land is worth half a million, you then need to, if you're buying this building, invest another half a million dollars into the building to then qualify for OZ treatment. Yeah. Because what you need to achieve is substantial improvement or substantial renovation, or in a lot yeah, of cases- substantial, substantial improvement. And substantial what, improvement. What the, the words are substantial improvement. And so what that's interpreted by the IRS in, in subsequent rulings is basically almost a doubling of your basis. So basically, you you know, if the land is worth 
uh, half a million and your building is worth half a million, you need to spend at least half a million on renovations. On that building. On that building, yeah. Right. So you're substantially improving the improvements. Right. And, and so now that's oftentimes tough to do with existing buildings because right. you – you know, while you are doing renovations and often in value add projects, it's hard to spend that much. That much. Where you're money. basically spending, basically, the, yeah. doubling the value of right. your building. So, so a lot of, in a lot of cases, we're giving the example of a million dollar building. Most of the time, you're going to be buying, at least we're buying stuff that's at least 10, 15, 20. Yeah. You know, it may be substantially more than that. So for us, a typical renovation is somewhere between one and four or five million dollars, even, even for larger assets. Correct. It's, it's, it's just not, you're not able to get to that type yeah. of spend. Which is, which is why, for the most part, when people do uh, opportunities on deals, it's either ground up, it's pretty much ground up construction really. Or it's, or it's like some sort of, some sort of really massive heavy renovation. Yeah, re massive renovation. renovation. Yeah, maybe that involves like apart. major systems yeah. and probably some, you or, or you know, converted it from, or you converted you know, it. industrial to an apartment yeah. or something. Right. So right. there's a lot of money. So I think that's a key thing to understand is that when you're, when you're getting qualified that you're going to spend a considerable amount of capital beyond the purchase to get this to get the OZ treatment to qualify. Sure. Um, so th that was one good question that we got. N another one, I think this also can, is sometimes, you know, you are committing your capital to the OZ to reap the maximum benefits is generally a 10-year commitment. Correct. And yeah. it, it can fluctuate a little bit, but it's, I think, for easy... Uh, understanding yeah. purposes. Your, your money goes years. into the project for for 10 years. It has to stay in the project for 10 years. Yes. The only caveat or asterisk to that is you can get money out of the project through normal distributions and also uh, from refinancing because refinancing proceeds has been interpreted by the RS as not counting as, as taking your money out that right. you didn't satisfy that 10-year requirement. And so there's a number of uh, strategies that different opportunity zone groups have done you know, one one particular group I know, they like to pay all cash, so they don't take out any debt. And so they put the money in, you know, you build a brand new project, let's say it's an apartment, you know, most likely that brand new apartment, you can lease it up. And once you lease it up and have it stabilized, you're, there's going to be a lender out there, especially a conservative bank or someone, who will give you a loan on that property. And, right. and that's one way those loan proceeds can all be distributed to, you know, without, without any tax implications to you. Yeah, and you're getting, you know, at some point you're then going to get a lender to give you a, ver a, a very, probably a, a fairly low interest rate, maybe even a low leverage loan in that particular sponsor's uh, business. Correct. Case. And there's nothing as the value of your asset keeps, as you stabilize and you get further into that 10-year period, as the value of your asset increases, there's nothing also to prevent you from refinancing again. Again. And then also taking out any excess proceeds. Right. And so none of that uh, jeopardizes this this opportunity zone status. And it allow and it, you know, while technically, as we said, you're your money is supposed to be in there for 10 years, but there's ways to get it out through the refinancing. Right. There's just no normal distributions as well, cash distributions or whatever arises. So they, those are very normal um, flow of how these opportunities zones or any real estate yeah. deal works. Normal distributions from cash flow operations. So so what are some of the other questions that, you know, that we were sort of looking at? You know, beyond, you know, well, high well, level, we understand some of the well, basics. Well, one little twist I, I realized last week that we, we, we talked about how we did an opportunity zone transaction in Las Vegas. And just to highlight what we just talked about, about you have to substantially improve the property and spend a lot of money renovating. Um, there, there's also one sort of area that was gray for a little while, but then was answered and, and it was something we did in our Las Vegas property, which was you can also qualify for opportunity zone projects um, by as long as the money goes in before CFO is issued, 
uh, the IRS has said, do you still qualify as an opportunity zone project? For the most part, a lot of people, when they first started looking at opportunity zones, some people just didn't want the construction risk. Because especially with today, with rising cost of materials, supply chain interruptions and all that, a lot of people were nervous about uh, doing ground up construction. And so one way that some, some smart sponsors have gotten around that is, is there is an exception um, you know, from you don't have to substantially improve it as long, but your money does have to go in before CFO. And so, what some people have structured deals is they come in basically, you know, a month or two, and they try to stick the landing before CFO is issued, and then they'll invest their money. They still are in a technically development project because the CFO hasn't issued, but for the most part, your construction risk is eliminated, which is a big, um, you know, risk mitigation for you. Right. And, and, and that's exactly what we did in Las Vegas. Right. We, and and why, why don't we just one more thing to touch on is so, you know, you've we've let's just say you have brought the project, you've done your you've qualified for the opportunity zone, you went ahead and you've done your substantial improvement to it. And now you're in the hold for 10 years. So I think one, one of the other questions I got was how essentially does does your, then your basis you gets readjusted? And so, yeah, that million dollars, you yeah, know, half you, you, Yeah, let's use the simple example. Say the million dollars you put in right. of capital gains money that you put into this project. So say then the project. Then you put a half million dollar improvement. Yeah. So a million and, so, and a half. So a million, but say then the, 10 years from now, that project is worth five million. Five million. Dollars. Great. Then, um, you, you know, if you have debt, then obviously you pay for your, your debt. Normally, you the money you then distribute sort of is your capital gains, your profit. And so um, here with an opportunity zone, you basically get a step up in basis to basically whatever it is that market value is at the time you sell the property. Right. So just, just to clarify, that step up in basis is you were in this for one and a half million, but now you're stepping up your basis to the new value, which is five million. Correct. So that's essentially, it's as if you so put, you have So you basically have zero gain. You have zero you gain. gain. That, and that's, a, that's an important part to note because that three and a half million dollars, when you sold it, would actually get... You would actually be taxed on Normally that. Normally, you would be taxed. You, you, you get a shorter long-term yeah. capital gain tax on that. But now, it's as if you just bought it that, you know, in year 10. Yeah, that, that's as if you bought it the day before. Almost as if you bought it the right. day before you sold it. Which is... Where you have basically no basis. Right. And then, you, again, like a lot of people actually, you know, we've talked to that are very involved in this space, will then go do another refi at this new step-to basis. And they're essentially like rolling those funds... Yeah, whatever do they a new do. deal. Yeah, yeah do, do a new, a new deal, deal and they have no basis in this deal. And so they're, you know, it's very, um, from that perspective, it's a very strong tax yeah. position. Yeah. Plus also, as we talked about on our last podcast, if you do a cost segregation study to accelerate um, depreciation. Or even just normal depreciation. There's, there's, no, there's no recapture at the end. Right, but even if you just do normal depreciation, that recapture of just normal depreciation doesn't exist. Yeah. So that's another in, in, you know, in an opportunity zone. Yeah, yeah that's in an OZ. I mean, if you cost segregate, it just pumps it up even further. Yeah. But, but otherwise, you're just in this zone where you're not actually getting. You're able to like basically shield a lot of your tax exposure. Correct, and take advantage of the tenure that you've been patient in ten right. years, which um, was which was the whole intent of the the statute. Their their whole goal was to get people to invest in areas where yeah. normally they wouldn't invest. Right, and I guess, I guess that was the, one other question we got was uh, you know you know are there new opportunity zones being created? And uh, to our knowledge, we're not like that politically, to, you know, I mean, I'm sure there will be uh, if the program continues, but for yeah. now, no, yeah. not that we know now of. That now that now, yeah, they're just designated by the states. Uh, you know, it's, it is where it is. I'm sure people, I, yeah. I think, you know, just kind of, 
I think it's still this is we're still in the early innings of this program. Yeah. And but it's, it's starting to get really popular. It's starting to get repopularized. Yeah. Uh, after, you know, during the pandemic this was not really a concern for most people, but now it is starting to really get popular again and I think you're starting to see much more interest. So we'll see as, you know, probably in another probably another presidential term you'll need yeah, to kind the, of like yeah, really I assess. could see it being amended and further extended or expanded because yeah. it's been it's fairly been successful, successful yeah and people um, will see government policymakers will see this I, I think that, you know just looking down the lane like I think a lot of it will be was it the opportunity zone program through the jobs act but was this opportunity program did it stimulate development in areas that normally would not have been developed or maybe developed as much as they were yeah that, I, I that think, will be the real yeah, key. That'll be great. I think it'll have shown that it, it definitely accelerated. It, yeah. So. yeah. I, I think so, too. I think there's going to be there are going to be some really good success stories. What, what's interesting is I, I don't know that there'll be like um, like case studies on where it didn't work. Like I've yet to hear a story of like somebody doing an OZ deal. Yeah. For well, OZ well, any, well, any development, unless the development failed, I mean, it did create jobs. It, it will, yeah. in, if it's construction, it's going to have to create well, jobs. Well, I guess <laughs> one thing like we look at when we do OZ deals, and this is, I think, important, is that we generally will do the deal if there wasn't an OZ. Yeah. Because we believe in the deal that much. Yeah. The OZ is just an extra layer of icing. Yeah, that's that, I guess that's the, the, that's also a lesson that we learned about OZ deals. Like, it, it, the OZ is the deal has to make sense first, right? And then once it makes sense, then the OZ deal just makes it even much more, right? But what I'm attractive. what I'm saying is like, that's us, and that's probably most people. But is there po- people out there that are doing it for the OZ? Because I the OZ fact, only versus the deal. Well, yeah. are they doing it? You know, maybe for fee development and OZ yeah. benefits. Is that enough for to? Is that enough incentive for certain people? Because I'm sure that maybe it's not here yet, but yeah. that will exist if it. But even the, but even then it. 10 years is a, the key thing is 10 years. Yeah, it's 10 too. years. 10 years is a long time and for, for a piece of real estate unless you're in a bad part of a cycle right. for it not to have gone up in value. Right, right. I mean, you should so you, unless, you should Unless your expenses it. were just totally out of whack wall, or your rent projections up, were yeah, like, or your rent yeah, projections yeah, are completely ridiculous. Or, and, and, you know, you were, or yeah. you were building some like antiquated product or yeah. something. It, it, it's, it's a new product should be worth more. Should be worth more. But, but I'm, you know, I, I'm waiting for the case study of where the OZ didn't work. Yeah. So I think you'll find plenty of, of stories about how it did. Um, all right, well, we wanted to just kind of clarify some of those things out. Please do keep the questions on this topic coming. As I mentioned, we have, we have several deals in the work that we'll be bringing out soon that are gonna be uh, in OZs with OZ benefits. So we're really excited about those. Uh, this will be a really short pod. We had a, a much longer one last week, but uh, you know, a couple, Items any any numbers, numbers stuck out this week for uh, you? A couple of numbers on a personal level. Uh, I saw a Wall Street Journal report four dollars and twenty three cents, which is the average price per gallon of, of gas, gas? gas across the gas, gas? Okay. across gas. the U.S. And uh, having paid right. six dollars at the pump <laughs> this weekend, and That's realizing awful. like oh my God, I paid six dollars <laughs> a gallon uh, yeah. to fill my car. Yeah, I feel like I just saw one of your hairs get just yes, more gray. Just, get more gray just because of that. Just so realized I realized, like, wow, inflation. And this was even at Costco. <laughs> oh, my so, God. I can't imagine the Costco so, so, gas line. So uh, definitely, you know, what is what was the quote I heard someone say? That your old price is not the current price or the future price. It's always going to be the old price. And yeah. so it's not going to go back down for a while. So we need to get used to this uh, inflation. <laughs> Yeah, or or you just have to find some alternative source. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Or get electric. Um, well, I don't really have any numbers this week because I'm not really buying any gas. But 
you know, I, 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 there's a lot of people at the cheaper gas stations. There's long lines. I there's can tell long, you that there's much. There's definitely long lines. There's I have one close up, close to me, and uh, someone was telling me that's a very low cost of gas at five thirty three. He was like, yeah. "That's well, a very well." Tomorrow's also going to be. A, we'll be flying, but tomorrow uh, the uh, labor department will issue out the uh, CPI numbers and price numbers for March. So we'll we'll see. I guess last we'll month there was in February was uh, you know it was up. Um, seven percent and so now they think it's going to be like closer to eight percent wow. for the month of march so, so it's it's happening to rise and it's going to continue for a while folks yeah um i had a small content i actually been um i got into this show last year lux listings of sydney and you know it's one of these just of normal sydney. normal <laughs> real estate <laughs> selling shows but there's something about it's either because i don't know anything that much i don't really know much about australia or sydney specifically or I, I just found the characters, specifically one character that's like the main guy. He's like Kate size. He's like this five two dude, but he's got like a lot of ego, and he's like got like he's like he like really likes to dress well, uh-huh. and he's like, but he's got a lot of like, hey, he is like, for for you know smaller guy. He's got a lot of gravitas. This guy, his name, and uh, it's just it's a good show. I don't know why. It's he's like, like the king. He's like, but he's like, like the, the hustler guy, but he's small, and he's like you know he's like trying to get in like these like super high listings in Sydney and he I mean just it's it's somehow it's a lot of the stuff that would happen in LA but it's just done with this like pleasant Australian <laughs> accent and just it's, it's just a nice I, show I don't know why I found it so compelling see, it's funny I've seen a, over the years a lot of guys in New York who are have that kind of gravitas yeah. <laughs> that you described but are they 5'2"? yeah uh, oh, okay, five two. there you go there so, you go <laughs> in fact yeah. I worked with a law firm partner once it was like that yeah <laughs> so. I don't know you, yeah, so it's it's a good show, and he like really likes to dress well. That's yeah. his big thing, <laughs> fancy cars and dressing well. So, I don't know. I found the show very interesting. It's uh, uh, and then upgrade wise, it's no upgrade since last week. I'm just yeah. trying to get back to the, my normal cycle. You? No, uh, no, no, no upgrades. Like no, I'm you just got trying another to solve no, gas. Yeah, <laughs> solve gas and gas and groceries. Yes. All right, all right, folks. We wanted to keep it short this week. We had a longer one last week, but we wanted to definitely touch on some of those questions. They were really good. Really appreciate that. Please do come to our event if you find yourself in Texas, or more specifically, Irving this Thursday. We will be at the Ava Irving Apartments uh, somewhere on Beltline. Feel free to <laughs> hit us up if you want the actual address, and we'll be there for all all afternoon, four to yeah, seven. Four to seven. Yes. Yeah, with yes, the drinks yes, and food yes, flowing. Welcome everyone. Please come. Yeah, if you please can. come if you can. We'd love to see you. Love to have you. Uh, that's it. Any last words? No, be Fong? safe, everyone. Come to our event. Come to our event.